Welcome to the RepChat Inside Stories series, conversations with creative talent and creative entrepreneurial businesses. We discover the inside stories that inspire and motivate creative people to do what they do. I'm Serena Chaos, a singer, songwriter, and pianist from Portugal. Just arrived six months ago. Welcome to the Repcat Virtual Studio. And today I'm joined by the wonderful and very, very talented Serena Chaos. And we've been talking about so many things about music, life, mission statements, purpose, so many things. So I hope you're really going to enjoy this talk. So before I actually pass the mic really to Serena, I'd like to read out a few words about her. And she wrote this in the first person. I'm Serena Chaos, and I sing, make songs, and play keys for happiness since I was six, and also for a living since I was 18. Three years after releasing a trip-hop album with the group Zomba Zero, I'm finally out there with my first single as a solo artist, Shout. This is a portrait of how I see life, a magical experience that shouldn't be kept in our dreams. Both alternative and pop, both soothing and igniting, talks about overcoming a hardship in life and becoming a better and happier self. I have a voice, a piano, and you. For some magical reason, it's more than enough. So how are you, Serena? And welcome to our virtual studio today. Hello, hello, hello. I'm very well, thank you. I hope you are as well. I'm very well, thank you. And I love the way that we met, Serena, that spontaneity that brought us together. Do you remember? Yes, I do. Uh, I mean, that's one of the greatest beauties of being a busker or street performer. Uh, it's the organic uh, way of just meeting random people in the street. And it's always with a smile uh, on our faces that, that it happens. So, so yeah, I think it was just outside, was it South Bank or the Tate Modern, I think. Exactly. It yeah. And honestly, there were a large crowd just listening to you. And I thought, I wonder if she'd do a podcast with us. Maybe we just talk about your new release single, Shout. You've been about two months working on this. So just let us know a little bit about that process. So it has been released on Friday, June 3rd, and it was the peak of a very long process of, uh, let me see, two years and a half. Wow. Like the first time I've ever touched this song was even before that on some voice recording in which I had uh, hummed a little bit of the of the voice melody. And then two years and a half uh, ago, I started giving it a go and it was my very first song. I had never created entirely with all of its components uh, a song before. So this was my first one and it was a very big journey of two years and a half. Let's have a listen. This is Serena singing Shout. I found myself after all these years wanna shout it out. But it doesn't hurt 
So Serena, having accomplished that and released it, how are you feeling about it now? <sighs> I'm feeling all sorts of good and bad feelings because the good feelings obviously would be there because it's my first baby two years and a half finally it is out and there are some very beautiful opinions about it and i've already been able to inspire some people in a good way but it also turned out to be releasing a single as a solo artist and independently turned out to be even harder than I thought. Mm -hmm. So it's quite overwhelming. All of the admin work that we need to be doing all throughout almost two months, like I uh, already said to you before. Um, so it is it is uh, something that we, re we need to gather as much energy as we can. Don't get me wrong. Next time will probably just be about good feelings because I will already know how to proceed. It was the first time, so that's quite tiring for our brains, having many, many, many new things happening to us. It makes us grow exponentially, but it's also uh, a tough a tough thing to endure. Well, I love the fact that, you know, when you write, it's almost like autobiographical music, like Shout, you capture yes. a moment of your time. It's almost like, you know, writers write, but singers can actually capture that experience, and you've done that through that beautiful song. So I'd like to go back to, you said that you started singing at six yes. in Portugal. It's a town. Uh, it's a small village called Vilar uh, in the district of Lisbon. I started singing, I don't know, I remember being a three-year-old and being a little bit autistic and starting to create a song out of nowhere in the middle, in the middle of other people without noticing the other people. And then my mom would be like, Laura, come on, there's people around you. Uh, and I would create songs, but because I was a three-year-old, I thought that it was too hard to create a lyrics to it. So I would just make up a song with sounds. And one day I remember asking my mom, mom, singers don't really say words when they sing, do they? So I would listen to English songs and I would be like, this is just sounds. She was like, no, they, they, they write a poem for <laughs> it, Laura. And I was like, <gasps> So I must have been uh, the oldest could have been three years old to 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 be surprised by this. But then at six years old, I started singing in church. I started having piano lessons, piano lessons that were brought to me because of my grandmother. She okay. wanted to be a pianist at her time when she was young, but her time didn't allow it. So all that she could do was with uh with the help of uh, some two or three other people of my village she created the very first music school of my um of my area wow and she she could never enroll in the lessons she was not able to because she had three kids she had a life to 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 take care of but that music school still exists and it allowed for me and many other kids in my village to to become musicians so because of my grandma, I'm pretty sure that was because of her, I did become a pianist and later on an actual musician. So, you know, have this inspirational and almost like a mentor of your grandmother creating the school and saying this is a possibility. Who else was a major influence for your musical career as you were growing up in Portugal? A major musical influence as I was growing up in Portugal um, I have to admit that I didn't really have it because um, other than my grandmother, my family is its all made up by vets, carpenters, agriculture um, engineers. 
uh, all nothing on the creative side of things. But still, I had this fire in me that was inexplicable. Like people would ask me, oh, so you want to be a vet like your mom, right? Or do you want to be this or that like your grandfather? I would be like, oh, no, I actually want to be a musician. And it would actually come out of the blue because in my family, that was quite... Um, Oh, that doesn't happen a lot. I, I do have a, an aunt that is a music teacher, but she was not actually uh, a musician. She would teach music in school. Um, so, yeah, I don't think, at least close by, without it being an actual successful artist, I didn't really have um, a role model. What about other people, though, other sounds or, um, you know, singers? Uh, what were you influenced by? There was a, a, not a strong tradition of, of singers in the family apart from that art but what about other people or external singers or musicians that influenced you my biggest influences come from the 80s uh, because oh. my father is a is a music lover he was he has never been a musician whatsoever but he he used to listen to Depeche Mode Kraftwerk uh, Mike Oldfield Kate Bush Pink Floyd Oh my God, such beautiful tunes we would listen back home. Oh my God, such, really, I have such fond memories of uh, of the music that we would listen to in our play. Well, you've selected three pieces of music for us. And one of the pieces was Kate Bush's Running Up That Hill, which you've done a cover of. So we're going to listen to that now. gorgeous rendition of that song and it's a uh, you know that reminds me of my youth uh, all the people at school were singing that song and wanted to be a version of Kate Bush so tell me about when you were recording that song how did you get that's such a different take of such an iconic song but you brought something very very original to it I don't I don't really know how do I do it but um, normally when I do a cover I barely listen to the original song and I don't think about it at all. I just get the chords, get the lyrics, and go about it with an open with an open mind, without without intending to reach anything. Um, and because we, I go with that much of an empty mind, um, then what what uh, what talks must be my soul, really. <laughs> Is, is there something that you do to get yourself in the zone? You know, some people need a lot of preparation to, to bring to bear. Uh, I have to admit that I totally um, relate to that in the days that I'm anxious, in the days that I'm sad, uh, in the days that I'm anxious mostly, because when I'm sad, I can actually uh, take that sadness and make it into art. But when I'm anxious, uh, it's so hard to sing well. 
I even go out of tune many, many times. It's really hard to be there. So for me to get into the zone, if I'm outside, if it's a show outside, I look in the sky and I, and I try to realize how immense the sky is and how beautiful it is and how beautiful uh, the nature below it is as well. I try to get a sense of the beauty of everything so that my anxiety goes away and I'm able to just breathe that beauty out as well. Uh, if I'm inside a venue, I, I try to look at the people. Uh, I, I try to, to focus on a smile. Um, so because there's also where the beauty of nature is in the people's smiles. So what, uh, what puts me uh, in the zone, uh, it's really stopping and staring and realizing the beauty of things. So beautiful. You mentioned um, how important purpose is and mission. And I know that you have some strong, I'll use the word opinion, about how to be happy. And that's a really curious thing. Because, well, can't we just, were we just born happy? Isn't that how we come out? And you made a very interesting distinction between survival and happiness. So if we could just dive into, into that mm -hmm. um, subject. So um, other than music, the other topic in life that interests me the most is how to be happy, um, uh, gaining intelligence for happiness, uh, which uh, we most scientifically call emotional intelligence. Um, this happened because when I was a, perhaps something like a 13 year old, I remember thinking, oh, damn. I think I, I can get to be the happiest person in the world. I had this belief in me that um, that my heart and my mind was and my soul were in the perfect combination to for me to be really, really happy someday. So I made it as my biggest goal to become as happy as I could be. But then when I was a teenager, I became actually a very sad person um, because I, I already said in the beginning of the of the podcast that I used to be a little bit autistic. So that also made me a little bit of a special person. I would not always know what to say in social situations. I would not always be very adequate socially. So that made me a little bit of a, a mocking of a mocking stock with my colleagues, blah, blah, blah. Me as a teenager, that hurt a lot. So for like eight years of my life, there was no happy Laura. It was under a very big, big quantity of self-doubt because I was so focused on being happy and then happiness was completely taken away from me. I, I put my foot on the door and I said, no, I'm going to learn how to be happy again. And it was so hard. It was some four years of listening to, 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 to videos, of reading books, of uh, actually meditating, thinking about things, uh, realizing who am I, uh, and, and realizing who am I is so important for self-love. Self-love is so important for happiness. It, it, it's like a dominoes game. And because that was such a, a big big um, desire of mine and such a big big journey of mine i'm now writing always about it on my songs uh, and well, it's my goal with the songs it's to it's to share the that message so i think it's really interesting that that internal state you said you know as you were 
a teenager managing the sadness and you also mentioned the anxiety sometimes you the stage anxiety and then making it a, a personal goal to say I just want to be as happy as possible to be the happiest person and I wonder what this world would be like if everybody had that kind a similar kind of ambition to say I'm just going to be the happiest I can be and it's interesting that it was a process you know it's it's an ongoing process of of doing what you love I guess and putting yourself in the right mental state and the right emotional state and knowing something has helped and some things actually don't so if you would just share with us um you mentioned meditation is there anything else that again puts you into that happy space that you would share that this is a really great thing to do um I've narrowed the I've narrowed the strategy down to four steps <laughs> um the for uh, the first step would be to fight for what you want even if you do need to have a job that is not exactly what you want please give some time for what you actually want uh outside of it um so that you can sense that your your life has a meaning outside of making money for survival everything that can give you meaning outside of survival it, there's because outside of survival there's happiness um so yeah definitely get, get some get some time as little as it is get some time to do what you want then choose your people very carefully mm -hmm. um people that uh, that mistreat you in any in the very smallest way if they mistreat you in any way that's uh, that's already um something that that is hurting your self-love and self-love is pretty much equal to to happiness and serenity uh, we can't really be happy if we don't have a very proper self-love i think it's uh, those two topics really go hand in hand so definitely protect your energy from people that don't don't like you as much uh, as you would like to feel liked um and i think that's really and i think if you're a very empathetic person and i and i think this is a subject that i talk a lot with people is how to not put a wall around you but realize that you're going to absorb sometimes other people's stuff that isn't yours and sometimes. how you become aware of that and sensitive to I, I need to not plug into this. I need to recognize that this isn't mine. This is what I'm picking up from, from the people around me. Exactly. So, and then uh, we should always try to help others, but only if we are in a good state of mind. Mm -hmm. um, but there, are, there is some saying that I don't remember where I, read, where I read it. Help yourself first, and then you're able to help double everybody else. If you're helping others, but you're not, okay you're just half helping so just work yourself out first and then you will be bursting out of possibility for helping others um i think those two things that you mentioned um you know just understanding how you are with people is very very important whether you see that self-love as positive self-regard or actually matter because sometimes you know we need to re-educate ourselves that you're 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 on this earth too and you matter it's not always just everybody else exactly because just like when we love other person we love them more if we know every reason behind their actions good or bad that happens the same for us if we understand why we failed we're like oh okay that's because i was hurting because of this uh, the more we understand ourselves the more 
the more we are able to, okay, uh, next time you will do better. Instead of being like, oh, why did you do it? You know, just uh, being able to understand every single thing that we do, so damn helpful. And then obviously taking care of our body and mind, uh, sleeping poorly, uh, eating poorly, uh, never taking care of our external image, never taking care of our um, of our body body image and well-being. That those things really lower our chances on happiness. <laughs> yeah, absolutely beautiful. And I think this is um, such a big topic, given what we've been through over the last, I'd say, almost three years, uh, learning to to take care, to build that that happiness intelligence. And it's not just resilience and survival. It's beyond that. It's actually to have some joy in your life, to do what you love and, and look after yourself. So I think it's time to listen to the third piece that you selected for us. And this is called Closer. So can you just tell us a little bit about the song before we have a listen? This song was the main single of my very first record released three years ago with the trip hop band Soma Zero. Uh, trip hop is a style that was brought by Bristol bands Portishead and Massive Attack. Okay. Um, very, um, very slow paced songs, very melancholic, um, but also with some, uh, some beautiful emotion behind it. And I am, I am well past that, that phase of my life uh, with that band, but it is still a very beautiful song that I would like you to hear. Well, let's have a listen. What a gorgeous song. You must be very proud of that piece. So we've listened to three very different music from your catalogue. What's in the future? In the future, uh, you can count on other tunes uh, that sound in the same wavelength as Shout, mostly down-tempo, dreamy, uh, high, uh, like good energy, mm -hmm. uh, that emanate good energy. Um, Shout was the most commercial one. The next ones, I will start digging a little bit more in inside my artistry, trying to get to more original ways of portraying uh, what I feel. But they will always have themes uh, around the idea of how to be happy and what I've learned uh, um, along my journey of uh, learning how to be happy. Well, I think you've embodied those life lessons and the wisdom that you've shared with us and, and your music and making songs from love and from your core self and sharing it with people. Wonderful. 
So thank you very, very much for speaking with, with me today. Really, really enjoyed it. I thought I would, and I really, really have. I'll say the same. Where can people no. find me? Um, people can find me active uh, on Instagram, uh, YouTube, and TikTok. Uh, but obviously for streaming my song Shout, better to do so on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music. But definitely go, do check me out on the social media accounts that I mentioned. All of my accounts are uh, under the name of Serena Chaos with no dots, no, no nothing. Serena Chaos all throughout with the chaos being spelled in a funny way, which is K-A-O-S. Serena, really enjoyed today. We're going to put all of that information about where to find you in the show notes. Please just keep on doing what you're doing. It's absolutely fun. You've got a very special message to share. It's like, learn to be happy. Thank you. <laughs> no, thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the RebChat Inside Story series. We hope you enjoyed it. To feature your inside story, contact us at www.rebcatcreations.com or follow us on Instagram at Rebcat Creations. Mm-hmm.